This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Brian, uh, that's a little bit of a reflection on some of the performances that we saw. Uh, Let's look ahead now to how the Cowboys respond to some of these injuries that they have and a little bit of a a, a status update on one of them. The first one, the biggest one, obviously, Dak Prescott. When we first talked about this the other day, we were talking about six to eight weeks, probably back around the bye week, maybe just after against Green Bay. Now the report and then what Jerry Jones is talking about is is four to six weeks. And I'm not saying that's impossible. That that certainly could be the what we see from this is that Dak is back after just missing four to six weeks. But I don't know about you, Brian. I've just gotten to the point where I my position is when the Cowboys lips are moving about injuries, they are lying. And so I, I just can't trust anything they say. And so despite four to six, I'm going to assume six to eight until I see four to six. Yeah, I think that we've all learned our lesson about that. Um, there's folks you talk to that are accurate, and then the, the ones that are up there in front of the, uh, the the crowd on the podium and all that. Um, you know, the report I was getting, and it, it's I think it's accurate. I, this one I do think it's accurate because you know when you start to talk about the repair and all that, you know, I mean, honestly, it was they were going. Listen, this thing could be anywhere from four to eight, and that's. That's where, and I'm like, and you know, you kind of get the four to eight in the LOL kind of a thing because you're you're trying to figure out if it's four to six or six to eight, and you're really they're saying no, this could be four to eight, and you're thinking four to eight, and but they go the reason why it's going to be all about the flexibility. Well, okay, first off, the, the surgery has to heal, the break has to heal. Sure. Okay, once the break heals. Then it turns into, okay, is there rotation or is there movement flexibility in the thumb? Okay, we got that. Now, the next thing that you, you, know, you look at is, okay, where's the grip strength? That's, the, that's the, the last thing. So they've got the break fixed. Okay, now they need it to heal. The next thing they're going to work on, though, is, okay, taking him out of that uh, and, and, you know, taking him out of his uh, that cast or whatever he's in, the brace that he's in, and then working it every day to move, you know, move along. And now they're getting it to rotate. And now, okay, well, now hold the football. And let's throw a, a real key thing here is 
by them not putting him on IR, he could go practice. Yeah. So they could take him out on the field and they could work him in drills and stuff like that. I mean, we're probably not going to be privy to any of this, but they could take him uh, and go and work. He's still on the active roster and is treated as such. So if you're on the active roster and he could say it, it's come along swell, they could put him in practice. They could let him throw drills in practice, and that's how they determine, much like what they're doing with uh, with uh, with Michael Gallup. You know, you just you put Michael Gallup out there, you let him run routes and stuff like that as being part of the active roster. So it's key they didn't put him on the injured list uh, to be missed those times because if they did, they wouldn't have the availability to test the you know test him as uh, as they need as the as the injury heals. And it sounds like now initially the discussion was they were going to go out there, they were going to try and find a third quarterback. That does not sound like the plan now. Sounds like they, they, they're just going to hold on to Dak and roll with Rush and Greer right now, Rush starting. Um, as we talk about contingencies and plans moving forward, does this become a pretty run-heavy offense, do you think? Or, yeah, or is this one I of these things so. where Rush has some 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 gotten in plenty of work with, you know, Simi Fajoko and Dennis Houston and some of these guys. So do they give him a shot to, to make something happen? Yeah, I think the one thing, and I, I said this on 105.3 The Fan yesterday uh, uh, about it, that, you know, Gavin Dawson, my co-host, was talking about, you know, he was coming into the season thinking you to help Dak, you run the football. Well, I think they ran the ball well enough. They just, did they go away from it a little bit? Man, maybe so. But you know, I would have kept going. I would have kept trying to just – and you know, because you were having success with Zeke. You know, five and a half yards of carry, I think, is a great start for Zeke, uh, you know, running the football. And you could have mixed in Pollard on some of that too and, and got some, you know, productive runs. But, yeah, I think with Cooper Rush, it's going to be not totally 100% run heavy, probably a little bit more, probably a little bit more lean on these offensive linemen a little bit and, and you know, and, and try and help them and pass protection as much as they can. You know, it, it was uh, – they did a good enough job the other night as a unit. Go for it again. See what you got. So, um, I, I think that's going to be the case. But you're right about Rush working with some of these other receivers. You look what, look what Noah Brown was able to do. You know, look what Simi Fajoko was able to do in training camp. You know, a lot of that was – yeah, sure, a lot of it was Dak, but a lot of it was, you know, Cooper Rush throwing the football as well. And so I, I'm, you know, I, I think that to me, I would personally start Will Greer just because I think you could probably do more of the offense. But but Cooper Rush won't be a bad option for them right now either. They, you know, as long as they play good defense, you know, we, it, Brett Maher, if you can keep making field goals, you got a punter that, you know, averages, you know, over 45, 46 yards a punt. You know, just limit mistakes and try and run the football. And, and, you know, maybe it's more like what they did in 2014, you know, with Romo and that. I'm using that as a, you know, with with uh, with DeMarco Murray, you know, how effective they were running the ball and setting up other things and, you know, and, and go along that way. But the one thing I don't I would not do, I'm not interested in protecting Cooper Rush. And I mean, protecting him like just being a total conservative game. Yeah, plan. kid gloves. Yeah. Yeah, just, you know, I mean, he has won an NFL game for you. Don't just go into a shell and, and try and play offense. I mean, we've seen, you know, put it all on the defense. The defense is good enough to hold up, but, man, don't just, you know, if you can if you can take some shots down the field, you get protection, take some shots. But what they have to do, they have to make sure, though, 
they've got to make sure that Cooper Rush processes quicker. There's too many times where Cooper Rush will hold the football. And you're playing against some teams down here that that they're not going to let you hold the football. So you have to be sure that things you do, make sure the reads are quick for him, make sure the ball gets out, and help him along that way. Don't make him hold, 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 because he's not the most mobile. He's He's got some athletic ability, but don't make him hold the ball, hold the ball, because he, he will get sacked. The other guy on offense that we're, we're wondering about, high ankle sprain for Connor McGovern, like we talked about on Monday. The plan right now to replace him appears to be Matt Forniak there at left guard. Um, that was a guy that when he was coming out, um, Cowboys were really impressed with his athleticism, his ability to, to kind of play all five spots. But uh, I know that they also feel like guard is where he's probably best. Um, and, and so they, there's some optimism there about Forniak, but... Uh, if things struggle there, you've got Jason Peters here, and you can kind of change some things around on the offensive line. And Jerry seemed to talk about Jason Peters playing right tackle, which I know something that you and I had discussed. We, we felt like at this stage of his career, probably not much of a right side player, but Jerry seems to have some confidence. We'll go into locker, talk about that today. Do you think that's a little bit of classic Jerry optimism, or, or do you think that's a genuine option for them? The one deficiency that I saw with Jason Peters was the inside cutoff block in the running game at left tackle. That's the only real detriment that I saw when I watched his tape of the three games, San Francisco, Green Bay, and the Giants. The ball, when it's going away from him to the inside, is tough for him. He just doesn't have the foot quickness that he once had. You know, he's a massive guy. To his credit – I've been working over at the star every single day. And when I leave the facility, I I look out on the practice field, walking out and he and Britt Brown are over there working to get ready. So to me, that's, that's a positive sign. Now, if you put him at right tackle, they'll tell you it's different footwork. It's different hand placement. You play with your eyes differently. All those things are, but it's stuff he's done before. Now, if you're going to play him in the running game and you're going to run behind him on the right side, well, now he's not having to make the cutoff blocks. There's no problem when you run behind him and he's coming off the ball and using that mass and strength and power to get into the guy and then push. So the only detriment would be, okay, how is he going to play right tackle as a pass protector? I think as a run blocker, I think he'll be fine because – you know, you'll just he'll just you run behind him, he'll get into his guy and he'll push. And you don't have to worry about the backside cutoffs and stuff like that, unless it's going the other way. But most teams are right-handed the way they run the football. So, you know, that would not be a problem. The problem would be he's played in a left left-handed stance the majority of his career. Now you're asking him to play basically in a right-handed stance. He did it in I think 2006 was the last time we've seen him do it. But, man, there's a side of me that might play him on the left side where he's most comfortable and put Tyler Smith over there on that right side and let him go at it. Because Tyler Smith looks to me like you could put him anywhere and he'll be comfortable playing, at least through one week of the season. I was very, very impressed by that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And really quickly on Tyler Smith, because I know you mentioned how impressed you were with him at the start of the show. And, you know, I think everybody's looking for a little bit of optimism to lean on. Um, he was he was the biggest question going in. Yeah, and he, he wasn't your you, problem. When you start talking, when you start talking about biggest questions you worry about, you know, before the game, I guarantee you, seventy five percent of them were Tyler Smith questions. So yeah, I, he he held up fine. It's a shame that your quarterback became ninety percent of the questions. You know that you didn't expect. Now, when, and when you look at Tyler Smith and you come out of that game, do you feel like? You know, I, I know you already had. I would. Of I know. I do. Do, do, you have, move him. do you have an increased amount him. of confidence to say that yeah. guy has the potential to be a Pro Bowl left tackle? I, I have. The, I, you know what? I mean, I don't know how you can judge a guy in one game. I think it was a great start. I mean, you, you're going to get one motion penalty and maybe one. You know, we need to figure out what, where the the bust was. He came down on that sack. That was a free run sack on Dak. You know, it looked like he slid down him and Farniak. I mean, maybe if. Maybe if McGovern's in there, there's not that communication problem. You know, maybe he missed a call. You know that that. But when you when you talk about going out there and playing, at, at, you know, he, and he played that game at a high level, he yeah. really, really did. You know, and Pro Bowl tackles, you, you, Pro Bowl tackles are guys that learn how to hold, trip, and clip. <laughs> you know, and when he learns how to hold, trip, and clip, then he's going to be just fine. But he's not the he's not your problem, and, and I've said that a bunch. That right tackle is your problem, and you got to figure that out. You know, you got to figure that out. And if moving him over there gives you him, uh, gives you uh, Smith and Martin on that right side, and you're just pounding people over there running the ball, and you guys got like Ferguson over there blocking, you know, you you could do some good running the football. You could do some good. But man, I, I, Peters to me is a left tackle. I would just put him at left tackle and move Smith, but he's a young guy. I mean, he, he's you know, and you hope it's not one of those things where you move to right tackle and it, it turns into like, uh oh, now he's got to think everything. I, I I think he's a young guy. I think he adapts well. I think he's got the right demeanor. So I said earlier I wouldn't move him, but to get Peters on the field and get uh, and get Steele off, I would sure I would sure consider it. Do you think that's part of what this ramp up might be about for Peters? Is just spending three weeks getting him ready to just like get used to the right side. Uh, you know, I haven't seen him practice, so I don't know that. Now, I'll tell you this. Yeah, yeah, a- asking uh, you to recklessly speculate mainly. I know, but I okay. There's a side of me. What if you? What if you said? You know, you saw some good things with Farniak. Uh, excuse me, with uh, well, let's go. Yeah. What if you put well, let's go at right tackle. And then you put Smith at left guard, and then you put uh, Peters at left tackle. I, how maybe, how ready is Willetsko is the question. But hell, he, but he's, but he's that big, he's had the, he's, no training camp practice and played a whole damn game in yeah, the preseason. And looks good. And he looked better than Ball playing. Yeah, yeah he's, so, a, he's a big guy, too. And, and a lot of times, guys with that kind of frame, I know offensive line coaches generally yeah. like them being right tackles. Yeah. So, I, I think you got options there. But – you know, my maybe the bet, like you say, if you want to get some power out there, you know, and especially on the right side, put Smith at right tackle, put Peters at left tackle, and if you love Farniak playing guard, you know, by all means, go that route and and get well. Let's go ready to be, you know, and if if all of a sudden it's like, well, maybe maybe now we can get maybe you know we can replace Farniak, 
Okay, move Smith. I mean, I know you're moving Smith, but Dan, that kid's got the right demeanor to play football. Yeah. He really, really does. Now, on the other side of the ball, defense, really quickly, just to wrap up this segment, um, you look at the the injuries they've got there. Terrell Basham, uh, a guy with eye contusion, he's, yeah. I'm guessing, probably back quicker than any of the other three that we're, we're going to discuss here. Um, yeah. But but what's that? Is that to you going to be time for Sam Williams to, to take on some more to, to get ready quicker than maybe they were expecting. Yeah. Sam wasn't great in the game the other day, no. uh, you know, and that's, that's, that's a concern right there. Um, but, you know, Hey, play him, keep, you know, keep, just keep playing the kids. I mean, I, I don't have no problem, but they're going to make mistakes. They're going to make mistakes. And, you know, you just hope it doesn't cost you a game or, or a big run on the outside or something like that. I think that was a very eye opening experience for Sam Williams in that game the other day. Um, Real quick, like you said, okay, how do you – you're going to get Cooper Rush. You're going to get him probably on the active roster, right? Yep. Is what we're have looking at. To. Have to. You're going to have to move on from somebody here. Or, or are you putting – are you putting Basham on that injured list for four weeks with the thigh contusion? Uh, you're you're going to need a roster spot, am I right? Sure, yeah. Or, or I mean, uh, yeah, because you've got to – you've got plenty of defensive bodies to sacrifice. So, him – um, maybe you come up with some sort of an injury for John Ridgeway. Um, yeah. Uh, or we've, I know we talked about it. You got to make some decision potentially on Harper or Gifford. Those, those guys were probably yeah. man 53. So maybe, maybe that's where I your have. move comes from. Well, you know, I could say, you know, Gifford, I saw make plays. I saw him make a tackle. We'll see what the Harper, I don't think they want to move on from him, but you know, they've got to, they've got to create a spot then for, for Cooper rush. So I'm just trying to look at some options and maybe I know that, uh, I know that curse is what they're saying. Two to four on that yep. one with the knee MCL and, and, and yeah. So yeah. yeah and, I, and, I, and, and, and that obviously the bigger question there, Dan Quinn talked about, that's a significant loss for them. That's their quarterback. That's their that's guy. Their quarterback. That's right. their guy calling things. Sounds like Mukwamu and bell kind of, tandem like replacing uh J. Ron Curse is is the plan right now for the Cowboys, which Bell makes some sense. McQuamu's interesting. McQuamu's got the same frame as Curse, but I feel like McQuamu isn't necessarily the same style of player the way Bell is. No, and you know, if you're gonna play that down position, and McQuamu showed some guts playing there. You know, there were a couple of times he's not comfortable playing that linebacker guy, but he did read quickly, I believe in the in that game it was uh the Chargers. It was a really Chargers game where he yeah. read quickly a couple of times. He came forward. He tackled. You know, it, it's it's not for the meek. It's not for the meek down there inside. And, and you know, he showed the ability to do it. Does he want to do it full time? Probably not. But what he does is, I think he gives you a little bit better coverage aspect than what Bell gives you. Bell might be a more physical player, but McQuamu gives you a little bit more coverage, and you have to determine which one you want. Do you want the physicality at the point of attack or do you want the coverability and potential physicality? You're listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.